everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak, uh, where nothing yep. is real and the points don't matter. This sure is an episode. Okie dokie. Before we say anything, we have a guest with us today. Her name is... We sure do. Her name is Linnea. Linnea, please say hi. Hello, everyone. We're excited to have excited you. Excited to see you all now. Fantastic. Oh, yay. Hooray. I'm living the dream. So, yay. Linnea, uh, real quick before <laughs> we get into the episode, uh, tell us about your history with Buffy. So I actually um, started watching oh, it when I was ten uh, during the original broad during the original broadcast. It it premiered right okay. after my tenth birthday, <laughs> and uh, so I got hooked right away. And my right, parents tried right. to stop me from watching it because they thought it was super <laughs> inappropriate. But I would just I would just watch it at friends' houses and uh, or they would pass me tapes. Oh my god! They would gosh. tape it for me and then pass you me tapes at school. You had the best friends. So, Are you still <laughs> friends with those people? Yes, of course oh, you yeah. are. How could you not be? <laughs> Those are homies for life. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Bootleg Buffy. Yeah, for sure. Contraband <laughs> Buffy episodes. Exactly. My, they're wow. my very own Scooby That's incredible. Did so. they like Buffy too, or were they just like, oh, I got to record this for Linnea? <laughs> okay, cool. No, no, they were fans too, and like, we would annoy my brother and sister all the time by watching it but yes. be on the phone with each oh, other perfect. and like talk uh-huh. about it while the episode Man, was going on. you were the so. first Buffy speak. <laughs> you did it first. Wow. <laughs> we have the original we have our we podcast <laughs> creator on the show with us today. We didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, podcast yeah, ancestor. <laughs> That's absolutely hilarious. Did you um, yeah. play pretend Buffy? That's something that I was thinking about the other day, because the other guests we've had on, we've also asked them their history, and a lot of them have said, like, yeah, I saw it when I was eight, and then my parents thought it was inappropriate, and so I wasn't allowed to watch it again until I was, like, 14. But I was wondering, like, did any of you ever play Buffy? I did a lot of pretend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we played Buffy, and, like, we kind of wrote our own fan fiction and stuff, too. Who were you when you played Buffy? Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> we That's would fair. we would take turns, but I liked being Buffy. But like, uh, so I know you guys are avowed like Dawn defenders on this podcast. But all of us who watched the original broadcast, the reason why we don't like her is because she came in at the end of the fourth season. We had all summer to be mad that they introduced a new sister character mm-hmm. that they hadn't introduced before, and we had to wait for them for the season five halfway through to find out what was really going on and it was like um but a lot of us that grew up watching it we always thought of buffy as our older sister and then all of a sudden here comes this girl who thinks she can just be buffy's little sister and she's super annoying so interesting (laughs) (laughs) so that's where my personal dislike of her like i still feel it today like i'm like if I was if I was the little sister trailing after Buffy and her friends, I would go out of my way to be yeah, as not uh, annoying as possible. In your defense, <laughs> Dawn is a bitch this episode. I this is one episode I was She's this is one she's episode awful. I was like, okay, I understand the Dawn. <laughs> I Oh my goodness. It was yeah. just it's at its peak. It's just everything that you don't like about Dawn at yeah. the worst possible time. It's so Right, making exactly. everything That's all about her. That's what my note says. My note <laughs> yeah. says Dawn's being a bitch as if this is even remotely about her. That's what. That's word for word what I wrote down. 
<laughs> right. So we we watched season six, yeah, exactly. episode seventeen. It's called Normal Again. Normal Again. And Linnea, I should tell you, I haven't seen this show mm-hmm. before. Beth has seen it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Right, I'm on the same page. Fantastic. I've been listening, so. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I'm was actually wondering, like, <laughs> I'm interested to see how this conversation is going to play out and if it's going to act. I mean, of course it's real, right? Yes. Of course okay, I haven't so just been watching this show. What? <laughs> that's why, that's why this, this episode is not universally no, liked I don't like very much in the Buffy really? fandom. <laughs> No, because and yeah. this is why. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna get it out of the way up front. I think it's a, I think I think and maybe this is because I've seen so many like oh headcanon that all of the rug rats are Angelica's imagination and <laughs> Foster's every, home. There's it? a Foster's home one. There's uh, there's one that's like every right. uh, member of what oh god what cartoon is it SpongeBob is a different mental illness. Oh yeah, I've like, heard that one. I've heard it's like you're you're stupid and your ideas are. I've stupid. heard that Foster's home is Frankie's imagination. Yeah, I was gonna say isn't it Frankie because she like lost her little brother. No, or it's like, like she that. suffered. Yeah, it's like she suffered a head trauma and an accident and like. Mac is her little brother. I don't know, man. I mean, I know what you're saying, but also I was... When those theories first started coming out, I was like, whoa, my mind's blown. (laughs) You know? But this happened before... Yeah, so that's the thing. Is this... This episode aired in 2001. Like, early, early 2001. Um, Or two. I think it's two, actually. Um... Yeah, 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 because it ended in season in 2003. So, early 2002, um, but the St. Elsewhere finale had already happened. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's where they kind of got it from, and I think Joss was trying to be, like, avant-garde about the whole thing. but this is not the show. That's the thing, is, like, I'm just like, okay, and St. Elsewhere wasn't the show either, but um, it's just, like... So, it just yeah. bothers me, um, because, uh, I love this show, and I, it means so much to me, and, um, it, like, comforts me when I need it, and I, I look to it for guidance, and this is sounding a lot more, like, obsessive than I'm meaning it to, but, like, I really, I care about this show a lot, and I care about Bro, the characters you are not lines. alone. I guarantee you, anybody who is listening to this podcast <laughs> right now, you're not going to sound crazy to them for loving Buffy. Buffy's cool. <laughs> Buffy's cool. Buffy's a right. cool thing to like. I get shit. Yeah. I get so much shit when I tell people I have a Buffy podcast, but that, but when I meet somebody who is a Buffy fan and they hear that I have a Buffy podcast, they lose their mind. It's... Man, it's very niche, but right. it, it is a passionate little hole in the pop in the world of pop culture. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and it's lasted so long. I mean, there was a whole thing with you know Buffy slays twenty last year, um, right? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, um, it it feels like a personal affront to me <laughs> when my when the creator of my favorite show is like gotcha (laughs) you know you care about nothing but and it's so is I mean how long is this is it real thing gonna go on well Joss 
So in an okay in an interview, this is it. Okay, it's cool, done. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, so no. what's the big deal? Sorry, they just it's did done one after episode. this. I know. Yeah, it's just a one-off. And if it had gone on longer, I think I would. I think I genuinely would hate season three. Um, I don't hate season three, which is a controversial opinion, but I don't. Um, I like season yeah. three. Um, I like it a lot because I've said this before. Um, but uh, I like it a lot because it puts Buffy in like really hard situations, and it shows us how she deals with them. And, like, how she comes out on top. And that... And so I'm a little torn about this episode. I don't like it. I think it's stupid, (laughs) if I'm being honest. There are plot holes that I thought about during the episode that I'd love to hear y'all's opinion on. But, um... I, uh... Frick, what was I saying? Okay, let's talk about the plot holes. Because I got a couple. Okay, so it... Okay. Sure. And I understand... So Buffy's been in this um, asylum for six years, but she's not. Buffy's she's not. Allegedly, allegedly. So if we follow right. If we in follow the delusion, the, um, because Joss wants us to wonder if it's real, right? So right. So the doctor says, Buffy, you've been in a mental institution for six years. If that were the case, mm-hmm. Joyce and Hank got divorced. Way before the start of the show. Right. That is true. Why are why are they acting all lovey-dovey? And maybe having an institutionalized daughter brings people together. <laughs> maybe they got divorced. Right. And then once their daughter got institutionalized, they were like, oh, no, we have to be strong for Buffy. Yeah. I mean, divorced people statistically can be friends. is not how it works. No, divorced people but can they, be friends. But they had their arms around each other, and they were like... They're consoling each other. And she was other. like, I want to go home. I don't see that as a plot Okay, that's a plot hole, but it doesn't sink the ship. Yeah, no. It's just something I thought right. about. The other one was, um, why, I don't think her parents would send her, because if, if, if the mental institution is fake, Buffy still went to an institution when she was 15. Yeah, I don't. That's well, that's one of my problems with this is it's a very specific delusion that would only work on like one particular person, and so most of the people that this demon apparently pokes as its regular defense, I just I think it's like it's so intricate and specific to Buffy's situation. Is the delusion different? Like, how does it work? I, yeah, I don't. I was thinking that they don't too, ever get into because it. whenever okay, because there there's the institution right, and you're like, oh man, Buffy wouldn't possibly think this is mm-hmm. real, but then she says, I got sent to an institution, and you're like, so this right poison is somehow affecting her personally, and yeah, and I mean obviously right. you know it's magic, right? Like just it's magic. Let it let it be what it is. But another plot right. hole is whenever. Um, so she says that she went to the institution, and then she said, and then I stopped talking about it, and they let me go, and eventually my parents just forgot. But when, like Joyce knows she's the Slayer near the end. Yeah, I think it's like, isn't it season two? She tells yeah, her. Yeah, it's, it's the not season, season two finale. Oh, okay. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, because Spike right. shows up at the uh, house to Spike and Joyce is my favorite un, uh, unexplored friendship. Yeah. I want them to be best friends, but we'll never yeah. know. We'll never know. We'll never know. No, they played yeah, great off of like, each other. So Joyce meets a vampire, and she, I mean, she acted like it was the first time she was. Yeah, she didn't go. Oh, sorry for sending right. you to the mental yeah, yeah. institution. She never. She never brings it up with Buffy. She's <laughs> never like, "Oh, I." It's all coming back to me now. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a fair point, and I think that's the convert because I, you know, you want to take for um, you want to. Like, believe that, like, oh, maybe they had that conversation off screen. No, no, no. Not that conversation. Right. Right. <laughs> That's one that you include. <laughs> yeah, no, you're so, right. I think um, yeah. something that I haven't said yet since we started recording is that I thoroughly enjoyed myself this episode. Did you? I, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And this <laughs> happens pretty rarely where I like an episode that Beth doesn't. Um,. So I'm surprised. I'm trying to to think if that's ever happened. I I think we're usually on the same page. We're usually on the same page. Sometimes you'll like one that I think is stupid, but it's it's fun. The turntables. Yeah, the turntables for sure. So, yeah, I thought it was fun. I love um, a good gotcha. I love I love movies where like you're trying to figure out what's going on, and then at the very end they like show it to you and you're like oh my god like get yeah. out you know whenever you realize that um that the girlfriend this is the is racist the yeah. <laughs> right yeah like <laughs> the good place that's a perfect example um yeah so i was totally into this uh and i knew of course that it wasn't i was like they're not gonna have the rest of season six and um, and all of season seven take place in the asylum. So I knew that it wasn't real. But <laughs> I was doubtful at times. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's not what the show is. That's not what all of any of the branding is. Like, if you see a Buffy cosplay, she's not in a hospital gown. You know, she's got a bunch of stakes <laughs> and weapons with her. So, um, yeah, but I, I really loved it. I thought the idea was cool for a poison. I agree it doesn't make much sense, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely uh, thought it was cool. And I think um, I think we got a little – I think it's a nice ease back into the nerds who we haven't seen for a couple of episodes. We have not right. seen the nerds in a minute. Yeah, because of the – yeah, since, I guess since they, they killed didn't someone. invite um, the nerds to the wedding. Oh gosh! Yeah, Not or maybe so they did, and they just didn't RSVP. So we've we we learned that they've been hiding in a rental home, right? And Buffy somehow knew that they were in a rental home. Willow did a uh, research. She had a list of um, possible homes. I don't well, know what okay. she found. But they knew she that Googled they were. It. <laughs> Did they okay? The Scoobies knew oh. that the nerds were still in the area, and they knew they weren't at the house that they were at. Was it like? Was it van rentals? Is that how they found? No, them? I think. Well, it just said rentals, didn't it, on the paper? Yeah, it said new rentals. 
Oh, this is the actresses. biggest mystery of the episode. No, it's not. No, it's not. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. It's like, oh, they're not there. They definitely didn't leave Sunnydale. So they. How do they know that they didn't leave Sunnydale? Because they want to destroy the Slayer. You yeah. can only do that in Sunnydale. And plus, even if they don't know, then that means they should be looking in all the new rental homes to find out if they're still there. It makes per- no. This is one. not. You have no beef sure. with the beginning part of the episode, Beth. Trust me, <laughs> your beef is later. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so she's going around. Um, this is rare. This is rare beef right now. My favorite part of the episode <laughs> is the fact that the monster that poisoned Buffy in the first place is summoned with a didgeridoo. <laughs> that is my absolute I like that favorite too. part. Is this an Australian demon? It's got to be. be an Aboriginal Australian demon. Um, That's right. Wearing trash bags for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And having it. orbs for eyes. I love the way its face looks. I like the, <laughs> the line where um, they... Fu- okay, so Buffy's been acting crazy. Uh, they do some research. They find out what the demon is, and they realize that this particular demon conveniently stores its antidote in the same what is in it, it prong I guess that yeah that pokey thing you. so Poker. all you gotta do is get stabbed again and um or does that right. make the hallucination worse I wonder if it's like a right hand is the poison the left hand is the antidote that the can antidote? get so confusing so quick. <laughs> I don't know. That's so confusing. What if he stabs someone with the antidote without having given them? What if What if he stabs someone with the antidote without them being poisoned and they go into the Matrix? Oh, my God. <laughs> they start like seeing a, the code. It's like the candies that Fred and George and Harry Potter make where you eat the one side and right. it makes you sick and you eat the other yeah. side and it cures you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're like, we gotta, we gotta go find the thing. And so Willow is watching Buffy, who's being crazy, and Spike and Xander have to go out and find it. Oh, because she runs into um, Spike. Is that later? Yeah, that's later. Well, I so- jumped way far ahead in the episode. She, yeah, she so jumped the part way where, ahead. Like, they're already getting because, it. like, first. Well, oh yeah, because Xander. Yeah, because wasn't first there, Buffy. Right. Yeah, Buffy runs into Spike in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Willow and Xander come up, and because that's when Buffy tells Spike about right, the wedding. Right, right. That's what happened? Right. And Spike just cannot let it go. Spike is also a bitch this episode. No. Just <laughs> totally. I don't know. I think Xander has it coming. Right. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, that's another thing. Xander comes home from his bender, I guess. Running away. His post-jilting bender. And uh, he comes home, and he's like, man, do y'all know where Anya is? I made a huge mistake. And it's like, oh, no fucking way. No way. Yeah, they were like, the best line, they're like, you left her at the altar, but you still want to date? Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. We talked about this in the last episode. If he had just, like, talked to her about it, if he had just sat her down and be like, hey, listen, I know this is going to hurt, but, like, and, you know, I understand if you want to break up with me, but I still want to be with you. It wouldn't, you know what would have been better if you hadn't left town? 
And just, like, yeah. not told her anything. Anya's back like, studying oh. for... She's getting, like, the GED equivalent of her vengeance demon degree. Going back yeah, yeah. for it, and, um... At the University of Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She she went to ITT <laughs> Technical Institute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Education for free. With education, education connection. connection. Uh, yeah, so... Get connected! Oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what she did. It's going to be stuck in my head for a while now. I shouldn't have done that. I just... I only know that commercial from the Vine. Oh. Wow. I've never seen that commercial oh before. Oh, my God. Oh, that commercial came on all the time when I was younger. All the fucking time. And then they got Get different connected. ones. Linnea, do you know what we're talking about? I have no oh idea. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna link the vine. No, it's not chat. about the vine. The vine isn't the it funny is about thing. The vine's not funny unless you've seen the commercial. <laughs> right? Beth, you've never seen this commercial? No, I oh, never have. Holy shit. It's fucking crazy. It's this girl. It's called Tristan May's Education or whatever. I don't know. Maybe, no, Tristan Mays is the name of the person who did the vine. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> There's this I was like, I've never heard of that. Who gives a um, a pretty good presentation about education connection, which is how you can get an education for free, and um, with education connection, get connected for free. And so, with yeah, it's just connection. it's just a good song. It's a really good song, but it's a long commercial. And so every time it came on, you'd be like, all right, we better buckle in, or you'd change the channel. And then after two minutes, you'd be like, oh, I bet it's over now. Then you change it back and keep watching Degrassi. But <laughs> I'm joking. I was not allowed to watch Degrassi. But oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, but I remember that, that other commercial where they had Shark in the Water. Do you know, do you know what I'm talking about now? What? Do you know Degrassi had a commercial no and idea. Shark in the Water I've was never, playing? I didn't have the channel that Degrassi played on. Mm. Yeah, I never watched Degrassi. Teen Nick. I just had Buffy. Wow. You just had Buffy. Yeah, that's right. And I had Teen Titans. Yeah, um, I wasn't allowed to watch Degrassi either. I watched I watched Caillou as a kid. I remember watching Caillou a lot when I was like seven or eight. Oh, I, oh Caillou's the worst. I didn't like Caillou at all. Even when I was a kid, I was like, this is trash. He's so whiny. I think <laughs> Beth and I have had this conversation before. I'm getting deja vu, but that just might be because everybody who I've ever brought Caillou up with has said that it's shitty and he's whiny. So maybe that's all. Um, okay, enough about enough True. about Caillou. I'm over Caillou. Never enough. So, um, God. So anyway, where were we? Oh, the demons, I right? Don't even Spike know. and the wedding and Xander's yeah. an asshole. Oh, but Spike goes off on Buffy. At, again, at just the worst yeah. time. It's like, she... And he should know better because he's dealt with this demon before. Well, no, he didn't know. know. Oh, but he knows at that point. He knows by the time oh. he... Yeah. Yeah. By the time that he starts yelling Yells at her. Yells at her yeah. at the house. So, okay, so basically Buffy is sitting there. She's holding the antidote. Has not had a chance to drink it yet. Is still definitely struggling to figure out what's real and what isn't. And Spike comes in and is just like, hey, has anybody told you that you're shitty recently? <laughs> and, and she's like, only everyone I've ever met. Right. And he's right. like, 
you know, this antidote's not going to cure you of your addiction to misery. And it's like, believe me, Buffy was miserable long before she ever started sleeping with you. And (laughs) he just thinks that he is, like, just the center of all of this. And I mean, I, I mean, we've said this before. Spike is a symptom. He is not the cause of her depression or any of the other stuff. Um, yeah, and so he's basically just like, you're addicted to being miserable, and if you just tell your friends about us, then it's going to be fine. And it's like, there's nothing to tell her friends about, because she broke up with you. Yeah. So, there's not, yeah, like, what it, what, I was sleeping with Spike, and then I stopped. Great. End of story. Mm -hmm. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Um... So, after he does that, then she's like, she, okay, because up until that point, she was pretty much equally sold on the truthness of both of the realities of the institution and the real one. And so, but then after Spike yells at her, and, oh, and that's after Dawn has also yelled at her because Buffy... In in a poison taste um, that she and she's explained to everybody at this point. I'm experiencing two realities. One of them is real, yeah. and one of them isn't. Dawn hears her while she's obviously she's like zoned out. She's not looking, and she says, "I don't have a sister in her other reality." And Dawn is wait wait. The, before she says that though, she says, "I should be taller than you," yeah. which I it is so true. <laughs> <laughs> she should be taller. And Don says, maybe you're not done growing yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> that cracks just, me up. That's the only good line Don has. Ever. <laughs> ever. She said, that's it. That's, ever. that's peak Don. Um, that's it. That's but yeah, peak. so Buffy like goes catatonic for a second, murmurs out, I don't have a sister. And then she comes to, and Dawn's crying, and she's like, you're in your ideal reality, and you don't even have ideal. a sister. I know. That's exactly. When she said that, I was like, in what world, Dawn? I was like. She's in a hospital. You have missed yeah. the point completely. It's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what ideal reality is you're locked up in a hospital? Buffy's not... That's the thing. They're both equally shitty. No matter which one was oh, yeah. real, Buffy's fucked in both. And so it's like... Yeah, I mean, there's... I don't know. Dawn, Dawn was incredibly dumb this episode. Did not make sense at all. And Pretty so she, she says, like, you don't even have a sister and in your dreams. And then she runs out and um and then spike yells at her the next day and Mm -hmm. then she's like i don't want to fucking be here i hope the other ones where that's how bad her her boyfriend and her little sister treat her she would rather the reality be that she is an insane person who has been held in captivity for six years that's how shitty her life is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's nothing else to say. There's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's bleak. Um, so she, yeah, so she's pissed off. And so she says, oh, I hope the other one's real because in this reality, everybody's mean to me. So she pours out the antidote into a trash can. And I was going to ask, 
so I thought that a lot of elements in this episode were kind of derivative of earlier episodes. So like uh, the one where she gets like the telepathic powers or whatever mm-hmm. um, earshot, right? Uh, in season three, like I had a lot of like flashbacks to that when she's like sitting in bed and they hand her the antidote in a mug, yeah. and uh, but then also the the demon that pokes her has like an arm pokey thing, kind of like the Polgara the demon Polgara, in yeah. season four. Man, they and really just, like, like messing they... with our girl. Yeah, I was like, are they just like reusing props and stuff? <laughs> Probably. But they have one. They have one demon idea, and they just kind of like mix the parts, shuffle around. it around. Yeah, they're just like dress mm-hmm. them in trash bags and <laughs> send them on his way. Yeah, get get somebody to sculpt a different mask, and we'll just wrap barrel wrap yeah. around them, and we'll be good. So that's the other thing. I, I didn't think that the mask that the guy that the demon his face. I didn't think it looked like the sketch that Willow showed her at me all. Neither. Willow's like, "Is this the guy?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> You're like shouting at the, the right TV. guy. I'm like, "No, it's not." <laughs> Don't fall for it. Willow's in it. Willow's in on it. Um, I I did not notice that at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I must have looked away didn't for think that. It looked like the sketch. His most that is so funny. His most notable feature were like all the. Squigglies. Tentacle things? Yeah, the squigglies around his neck. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and his face mostly was just waxy, except for the eyes yeah. were like the big honking eyes. It looked very eyes, smooth. So. I saw this picture of like Yoda with like a... <laughs> oh, yeah. Smooth Yoda? Yeah, I've seen smooth Yoda. It's so creepy. Yeah, smooth Yoda. If you don't know what we're talking about, pause this podcast. Totally. Get to, if you're driving, <laughs> Google it. pull over. Google Smooth Yoda, and then you can hit play again. Have the nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's enough so, about Smooth he's Yoda. So shiny and plasticine. <laughs> he did. He did I'm look upset. remarkably. I was concerned by. Okay, so we were talking about the squigglies. They don't seem to have any purpose. Mm-hmm. They seem to be purely ornamental. No. They're aesthetic. Yeah. They. Um, yeah. They just kind of flop around. But I'm wondering <laughs> if it is some type of demon um, scarfware, neckwear. If we are, oh. if we are on the outside of a fashion statement. Oh, it's kind of like a, a William Shakespeare ruffle exactly. thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what Ooh, I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so I, for one, found the demon in this episode to be very fashionable. Uh, but yes. Uh, anyway, so she doesn't take the antidote, and then um, she goes back to the institution, and she's like, she's like, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy again. And they're psyched to hear that. They're like, okay, all you have to do is kill your friends and um, murder everybody. <laughs> That's wonder, all you have to do. I wonder if she at some okay, like. Say she did succumb to the poison. Say she did kill her friends. What would happen after that? I mean, is the... I think she would just go catatonic. Yeah, I guess so. It's just like you he go says, out in this blaze of glory and then you just kind of power down. He says that she has catatonic schizophrenia, which I googled. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem to be super... The right diagnosis? Yeah. <laughs> I think that... It sounded like bullshit to me, yeah. so... I think they were just using words. Like, they were just like, hmm. Man, 
What's a mental illness? Yeah, some TV writers will really throw the word schizophrenia around. There's an episode of Psych (laughs) that I think about all the time. Where the guy has schizophrenic and it or schizophrenia and he like he calls the cops and they're solving the crime and then they found out that his alternate real or his alternate personality did it. Beth, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my um, god. I haven't seen all of Psych. Okay, well there's a pretty crazy episode where also that happens. The, I, I don't think that's schizophrenia. You. I think that's just a super common misconception of schizophrenia because I remember believing right. as a child that schizophrenia meant you had per- multiple personalities but that's not it at all. Yeah, I think that's kind of a common misconception. Yeah, well they call it dis- they call it DID now, don't they? Dissociative. Yeah, dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. It's not it used to be multiple personality disorder. Now it's dissociative identity disorder. But, it, yeah. I don't and know enough to be talking to a large group of people about it, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Bold of you to think our audience is large. Uh, it's more people <laughs> than I, like, see in a day. That's right? Fair. It's more people than, like, I don't know. I was going to say it's probably more people than, like, I could gather a crowd of on the street. But I could actually probably How get many people? I, a pretty I think big we crowd. Should. I think we should measure our audience by how many people could we give free drugs to in a day. Um, if our there you go. if our audience is bigger than that, then we've made it. <laughs> it really depends on the drug. Weed. Yeah, you could pass that out. We definitely don't have more followers than like if I stood in downtown Dallas. Okay, I guess it also means else locate. We don't have the time. We don't. Um, <laughs> We're going to do this math after we log off, though. <laughs> so, um, so she's like, I'm going to kill my friends. Oh, I yeah. want to be better. Um, yeah, but she's going to make it easy on herself and just have the demon kill them. Yeah, yeah. So she, um, so she, Xander comes in and he is, you know, he's awfully chatty for someone who just ruined a woman's Isn't life. Isn't he? But he just, he seems on top of the world. And I thought it was weird. And he also knocked on the front door before he came in. I was like, they don't do that. Yeah. They just walk in. Yeah, they just, they just come in. They're just like, hello, I'm here. Yeah. Man. And they also, like, well, I guess they do come through the front door. I was like, don't they almost always come through the back door? But I guess usually they I come think, through the front. I think he drives, so. Yeah. I think he's the only one that has a car, right? And she doesn't have a driveway. She has no. no garage. That's interesting. I wonder if that's common in California. Where do you, I feel like in, a lot of people have cars in California. Yeah. But I, know. I you know what? I was just in LA and our people had a had a driveway, so I don't know. Um in any case. Enough about uh, driveways. Enough <laughs> not enough about driveways at the same time. Um so uh he she he's just in there just like chirping away like everything's fine (laughs) like it's a little um weird to me honestly like it's it's a little it's it's because off color yeah i understand that it's supposed to be like we're supposed to like be shocked when she like attacks him we're supposed to be like oh oh my stars and garters but like she he he's just it's like from the jump you're like that's weird that he's I'd be reaching like for that frying pan too. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, did the demon get you? Are you okay? I'm now worried about you. Yeah. And, but he's like, oh, Buffy, you know, are you, are you ready to blah, blah, blah? No, 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 hold on. I have to correct you. He doesn't say, hey, Buffy. He comes in, he finds her in the kitchen doing dishes, and he says, hey, sane girl. Yeah, oh. I hate that. As if, as if that's even remotely what she is right now. Um, right. So he, yeah, okay, so she, he finds her in there. She's washing a frying pan. She smacks him with it. She drags him downstairs to the basement where Willow has already tied up. Tied up. Um, presumably from, you know, I would have liked to see that fight. Yeah. I would have rather yeah. seen Buffy take Willow out than Xander. But, yeah, so she finds her down there. And then, um, yeah, I mean, she's just standing there looking crazy. And then she goes upstairs for Dawn and she finds Dawn in her bedroom packing a runaway bag. And she's like, I'm going to Janice's, where they actually like having me around. Did you notice what she was packing, though? She, like, packed, like, huge, fluffy pink slippers. I'm like, (laughs) that's not practical. Like, if you're going over for a slumber party, would you bring slippers with you? I don't know. I think that's so weird. I used to do that when I was younger, but only if I was like, I'm having a slumber party. But she's, she's 15. In this, episode, in this season, it's like very like, you know, I, I had, I can remember staying the night at someone's house when I was 15 and it wasn't one of those like, oh, I'm already over here. It's 1130. I'll just call my mom. It was like a planned right, spend right, right. the night thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what we did is we watched all of the Star Wars and we made paninis. <laughs> we did. Were you wearing slippers? I wasn't actually. You can believe it. I really like. I just don't think. I'm. I'm a slipper. We've never seen Don wear slippers. That's my whole thing. I don't like. I don't like being more covered than I have to be, especially when I'm supposed to be lounging. Oh my god! Except you were not understanding the purpose of slippers. (laughs) Slippers are for. I have a pair of slippers. My feet get really hot. They are shaped like dragons. Um, they are fantastic, and I love wearing them. I wear them in the morning when my little toes are cold. I pop those bad boys on. I go out, make a cup of coffee, and they're just a really nice start to my day. And then at the end of the day, when I put my jammies on, and I, like, go get my cup of water, then I, um, yeah, I put them on. And it's also great for, like, if you get out of the shower, um... I don't know if this happens to everybody, so I might come off sounding gross. But you know whenever you walk around your house and, like, shit gets stuck to the bottom of your feet, right? Like, little crumbs and, in my case, hair. I shed a lot. Um, So, yeah, like, stuff gets stuck to my feet. If I wear the slippers, that is not a problem. Nothing sticks to the slippers. Yeah, I mean, I wear slippers, too, but in the winter, in Minnesota, not in... Sunnydale, California. I just feel like they wouldn't wear slippers. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> I think Don't your feet get hot in California? <laughs> no. The mornings the mornings and evenings are actually pretty cold in California. But I don't know. I think it's all relative. It is all relative. <laughs> it has to do with individual preference. Okay? We are sure. not in any position to decide who should be who should or should not be packing slippers. 
to their sleepovers. I just think you it's weird. She's packing one backpack to get out of her house away from her crazy sister, they, and she's bringing slippers. They do take up a lot of room in the bag. That would. I be feel like she could be stuffing some like teen girl magazines in there, or like stealing a bottle of alcohol or something. I don't know. She's fifteen. She's a shoplifter. Yeah. She's she wearing is, slippers. Yeah, and Janice is a little sneak, too. Janice is the one who was like, let's yeah. go make out with those vampires. Yeah, Amber Tamblyn. She's not an Amber angel. Amber Tamblyn. Not only is she married to a racist, she's enabling, yeah. <laughs> she's enabling Dawn's slipper habits. Exactly. Who's Amber She's Tamblyn? a bad influence. She's That's one the actress. of the, um, oh my gosh. She was Joan of Arcadia. She, yeah. For like Sisterhood two of the seconds, Traveling she Pants. She was like the heralder of the Me Too movement, and then everyone was like, oh. But she kind of, she's one of those, she reminds me of, um, what's the guy's name from Orange is the New Black? Larry. No. <laughs> oh, Matt McGorry. <laughs> he, she reminds me of a woman, Matt McGorry, because she's like all about like being too woke. wokeness. Yeah. Matt McGorry was doing his best, but his hubris got the best of him. He thought he thought he had it figured out. It's the same fucking thing that got Jaws, man. You learn one thing. You have to constantly be growing. And this applies to everybody, not just men. It's like if you if you achieve a new level of woke and then you think, cool, I've got it. Two weeks later, no, you don't. You have to stay on top of it. And it's just, it was his downfall, man. It broke my heart when Matt McGorry got canceled by the internet because I thought he was a nice guy. I bet he is a nice guy. I'm sure he I is. Think he I think he just tweeted I'm, at the wrong place in the wrong time. I think it's also just like those straight white males that need to kind of stay in their lane. Like, exactly. agree with things and then get out of the way. That's that's the thing, and like the thing about Amber Tamblyn is, is when she was speaking on the, like the experience of like a cis white woman, she was doing great. But now that she's started to like tackle manners of race, and like she wrote a book about, um, and one of her characters is a trans man, but she's like, but I, I didn't really know what the transgender experience was like. And yeah. I still wrote the character because I wanted to have that representation, but he doesn't have that much of a storyline because I didn't want to. And it's like, you know what you could have done? Oh, is ask. no. She, oh. Was, she was like at a book talk like a week ago, I think. And she was like, I have a trans character in my book, but he doesn't really have a story. I just wanted there to be representation. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. It's like setting up a cardboard cutout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is my trans friend. He lives in Canada. Trust me. It's like going. It's like going to a Harry Styles concert, and then it's just his sixteen-year-old cutout on the stage. That's exactly uh, the one with is the, it, the one with is the, it like that. Right? Yeah, it is. When you read a book and you're expecting a trans character, and all you get is he's trans, and then that's it. It moves. Sure. On. That's what it is. It's just and like seeing. And Harry yes, Styles. the one with the bow tie. Good. Good. <laughs> to answer your to answer your question that you didn't get to finish. You know what? One of the biggest heartbreaks of my life is when I turned twenty. I went to um, a local record store to buy a One Direction cutout, and they were sold out of Harry's. That doesn't surprise me at all. So oh I had boy. to get a Nile. <laughs> I don't even oh, know which, which one was Harry fine. is. Wow! Oh my gosh! You are in the right place. We have come yeah. to educate you. This has been you guys, a stealth like, mission. 
I'm like 10 years older than you, so One Direction is... I grew up with Backstreet Boys and like NSYNC and like O-Town. You are not 10 years... I'm looking at your face right now. You are not 10 years older than me. How old are you? I'm 31. No, you're You're fucking not. You're 10 years older than her. Yeah. You're six years older than me. I, I just told you, I watched Buffy. The premiere was... Like six days after my tenth birthday. In oh my god! Yeah, 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 and it premiered in 1997. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she told us who she was, Caroline. We just didn't. We ignored the signs. You know I don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe that. Oh my god. Color me surprised. That's hilarious. That you don't even know which one Harry is. He's the love of my life, I, Linnea. <laughs> I, I, if I had to tell you a One Direction song right now to save my life, I do not think I'd be able yes, to. Yes, you could. Gun to your head, you could name one. I, yes, you I really can. don't think I could. You one can. Direction. <laughs> I, I am yep. drawing a complete blank. I really... Okay, okay. Well, just in case this situation does come up and your okay. life is threatened, the one that's easiest to remember is what makes you beautiful. Hmm... Or one thing. Okay. Well, now I, I know the titles this. of two of the songs. <laughs> two songs. She said, there. She said I'm songs. educated. They're, they're there first you go. two singles I've learned ever. something Listen, new. we're bothering everybody that's listening to this that did <laughs> Sorry, not come kids. here to talk to us about One Direction. You can go listen to Buffering the Vampire Slayer if you want to listen to people who don't want to talk about One Direction. Okay? <laughs> I mean, this is not the place for you. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm looking through my notes now. I mean, what else is there? Oh, okay. So Dawn's packing. Dawn's packing. And yeah, then and they, she attacks her. Yeah. And Dawn is like, Buffy, no, I'm real. You're my sister. I need you. And I'm like, yeah, you really changed you. your tune now, haven't you? Now that she's <laughs> now, I mean, she's been the slayer the whole time. And Dawn has just been like, oh, well, she would never do anything to me. It's like the, it's like the meme. It's like newsflash, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> She's been a slayer the whole damn time. Yeah. Um, Dawn is having, like, a come-to-Jesus moment where she's like, oh, fuck, she's gonna fuck me up. And so uh, she does and drags her downstairs <laughs> and uh, unhooks the demon from the wall. And um, then Buffy Nosey is, like, Tara watching. comes in. Yeah, I know. Tara, Tara just oh, gets in the you middle You know who of I'm it. proud of in this episode? Willow. Why? Because she didn't use magic? She didn't use magic. I'm just, yeah, I'm, every episode that she, like, says no to, like, magic, I'm just, I'm, I'm real proud of her. Addiction is no joke. I agree. For the record, I would have used magic if I was in <laughs> I was just thinking that, too. I was like, mm, nope, I would have, like, blasted Buffy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, they're about clearly... to die. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe her uh, her 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 self her sense of self preservation was kind of screwed because she was like Tara's dating someone else. Right? Let me die. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Kara, she, well, we don't even know. We don't know that she's dating someone else. But you know, like it's just that thing. We see her kiss You're fresh somebody. off a breakup. Yeah, and she just kisses her cheek, which Tara seems like the kind of person to kiss everyone's cheek. My, I don't know, that's my, too much. Um, my prediction is that Willow's going to be like, well, what about that girl? I saw you kiss her cheek. And Tara's going to be like, that's a French foreign exchange student. Like, that's they do that You're over amazing. there. amazing. <laughs> yeah. How did you not know that? Also, it was a dream the whole time. Um, <laughs> You're in a, an insane in asylum. A, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I... 
Terra's been dead for 40 years. <laughs> so, but I think it's uh, funny that when Buffy goes upstairs to get Don, she locks the basement door. But when she goes down and brings Don down there, she leaves it unlocked because Tara just walks right downstairs. Yeah, she I'm wasn't like, expecting the time. Tara to. That's come the time. Down. There's Maybe always people used... just walking into your house. Come on. <laughs> Maybe she used Alohomora. Wow. She it's might possible. have used Alohomora. Unbelievable. So. How do you think the witches in Buffy respond to Harry Potter? I bet they hate it. I mean, about, it's not. Is it that different from all the other stuff that people write about Buffy? I mean, sorry, witches. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's like for Tara's birthday. What in season five? They give her just like a broom and like a, a crystal, crystal ball. ball. And <laughs> I love that. Where it's like, like I don't know what to get her a crystal ball, and Giles is like, "You better not." <laughs> I already have mine wrapped. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot um, about that. Giles would have put an end to all of this. This would have never happened if Giles was around. I miss him every day. I can't believe that. I can't believe this would happen to me. (laughs) I'm a good person. (laughs) And they... Where's my dad? They take him away. So, yeah, so Tara walks in, and she's like, hello, where is everybody? And then she hears screaming coming from the basement. Um, So she goes down there and she like is shooting some spells at the demon and getting him off of Xander and stuff and then whenever she's running down the stairs to the basement Buffy who is hiding under the stairs reaches through and grabs her legs and that's like one of my biggest fears she, I hate that man there is nothing like being a grown adult and falling down some stairs but like if you're going up a staircase without risers on the back I like someone right. can just do that, just grab you. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, basement stairs are uh, no joke. I don't even know. Oh, I've been in a basement. I was trying to think if I'd ever been in a basement because we don't have them here. Oh, um, I'm recording in my basement. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, that's so strange. Well, I've, upstairs I've we just have hardwood, so and we have a dog, and every time he walks, you can hear like the click, 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 so, click, click, click. click. Uh-huh. So it's driving me nuts. So I'm down in the guest room. So. <laughs> nice. I'm uh, an adult, guys. We have houses. I know. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm very impressed with your whole situation. <laughs> uh, you've caught me by surprise. So yeah. So then Tara falls down the stairs, and um, but she one of her spells is that she got Willow's ropes off of her hands, and so Willow gets up, and then they're um, yeah. So then Trying they're fighting the demon. the demon, and then Joyce back in the institution, Joyce gives Buffy a big speech about how she has to believe in herself, and she says she says we're always with you, meaning mom and dad, and. She's saying, you can do it, you can do it. And then Buffy says, you're right, goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which um, is a little bit of a stretch, but I see. I see what happened. Um, they wasted too much time up top, and then, like, the ending is in, like, five seconds. Like, it's so abrupt. Yeah, it is. And, and then it's, it's like, just, like, right. cut to black. <laughs> yep. See ya. Uh, so Buffy, yeah, Buffy comes back, and she's like, this is reality. And then she... <laughs> she starts beating up the, the demon and everybody's like, yeah, Buffy's back. And then she punches him in the stomach 
really hard and blood comes out of it and then uh, she punches he, a hole right into him <laughs> yeah um and so then he dies and then she turns around she's like you need to hurry and get me the antidote like before i change my mind basically um and so they get to work on that and then back in the institution the doctor is like on his knees and he's shining a light in buffy's eyes and he's oh, like oh i meant to i meant her. to bring this up what patrick um Patrick kind of, uh, I was watching the episode and Patrick like came in the room and he looked and he goes, what a cool doctor with an earring. (laughs) And I was like, what? Did you tell him that he was a a delusion and he's not real? (laughs) I did not. But he's seen this show and I was like, this is a stupid episode. It should have been a tip off (laughs) that that was a fake doctor. Yeah. In my ideal reality, doctors wear earrings. (laughs) He's a pirate. He's a, he's a pirate. He's a pirate on loan. There you go. <laughs> pretending to be a doctor from the, um, the, like, I'm trying to think, the Delusion Actors Preparatory School. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, he's trying, he's doing his internship. <laughs> uh, so they don't make you take it out until you get your med degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Dr. Earring, he's shining the flashlight in uh, her eyes, and he's like, I'm so sorry. We've lost her. We've lost her. And then Joyce and Hank are crying, and then it slowly zooms out of the hospital room. And you're like, whoa. Executive producer Joss Whedon. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and you're like, whoa, is it real? Is it not? And It's not. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I'll spoil it for you. I and wouldn't. I, I was Go just going to say, I think Marty Noxon has done tons of interviews since then trying to say, it was just something they're just trying to do. It's not like it's not meant to trick you. Yeah, she is being like. Um, ever since season six aired, she has gone all over the place trying to retcon every decision she made during this season. Yeah, she was like, "Oh no, what have I done?" And I did read. I was reading up on this episode, and so Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon, he um. He was like, yeah, it's all in, it's, it's all fake. It might even be my delusion. And I'm like, you're real edgy there. You're, you're real edgy. I Me wish, Lord. I wish this was a video medium sometime. My jaw <laughs> dropped when Beth said that. He did yeah. not say that. No, he's got yeah, some really douchey like, things out there about it. Oh, God. He was like, it's my delusion. And I'm like, you know what your delusion is? Is that you're relevant anymore, Josh? Wow. Tell him. Take him to church. <laughs> so, so so it's just a one-off. I'm fine with but, that. Yeah, but Marty Noxon was like, hey, listen, uh, this is just a thing that we tried. <laughs> like, it was just, you know, it was something. It was just a thing. I really... I am growing to appreciate her more and more for the fact that she sees season six as the torture device that it is. I like her. She's like, she's like the busiest person in Hollywood right now. She's like produced a billion shows. She is out there. Wasn't she doing unreal? Yeah, she was on unreal. She does diet land. She does another one too. Right. That's her newest one. Yeah. She's on another one too. um, She's awesome. She's all over the place. I really... Sharp Objects? Yeah, she created it. Sharp Objects. Yeah. 
She was just on a Holy crap. She was just on Keep It with Ira Madison. They were interviewing her, so that's that's right. I saw somebody posted in the Buffy Facebook group. Somebody posted about that. Was it? It you? was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, and it's just you know, I just and so a lot of the people are like, it's a and I and I think this is true. You know, it's a metaphor for her having to choose to be an adult, right? Because mm-hmm. we all have to make the choice eventually. My Aunt Dee Dee has never made that choice, and she's, <laughs> fi- she's 60 years old. Um, I hate her. Oh, my God. I will take any opportunity I can to drag her. Yeah, even on a um, public platform. <laughs> she'll never, I'm going to send never this listen. to your Aunt Dee Dee. <laughs> Does she listen to podcasts? She'll, she, won't, she won't know how to, how to listen to it. But, so she never accepted the fact that she was an adult. And I know a few adults. Some people don't. Yeah. And some people do. And and Buffy is hopefully, finally, you know, I guess time will tell, uh, Buffy is coming to the realization that, you know, it's kind of, um, it's time to, like, I mean, she's been, she has a freaking fast food job. For heaven's sake. Like, I feel like she's kind of doing her part. Oh, that's something else in this episode. Oh, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but this is the last episode in the Double Meat Palace. Does she ever quit? Does she quit next episode? I don't know. I don't know if they actually say it or not, but they, uh, that was in the, uh, commentary on the DVD. Huh. Well, goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, Chief from Psych. That's right. We barely knew ye. (laughs) Interesting. So... Um, so, I'm learning uh, so yeah. much. I'm learning every time we have a guest. I'm like, tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Um. Yeah. So. Um. And so, you know, I, as I've said before, this is only my second time watching all of season six. I really try not to. It's in the best interest for my mental health if I don't. So, um, I don't remember how it goes. But, oh really? You know, I like season six. I mean, I remember. I remember the end. I like, Everyone I remembers the ends. end. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Not everybody does. Are you, are you? I will say. I will say. Caroline, you said you like gotchas. Oh yeah. Okay. You're gonna like. All you're gonna, right. You're, you're gonna like coming. the last like sixty seconds of season six. Okay. All right. You're going to like it. I remember when I watched it, I literally, I was at work watching, I because when I watched Buffy for the first time, it was like a disease. I literally could not stop watching it. Yeah. I would stay was, up until four in. It was insane. It was insane. I would stay up until four in the morning. I would sleep until like nine. I would wake up. I would start watching Buffy. And it was crazy. I was doing it at work. If she, I couldn't okay, stop. if there was a second. That she physically could do the thing that she had to do that was required of her. um, And also be watching Buffy, she was doing it. And, Mm -hmm. God, I mean, it was all you talked about. Like, we barely even texted because all she wanted to talk about was Buffy and I hadn't seen the show. I was (laughs) like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I remember when I finished this show, I texted like five people that I never talked to because I knew they had watched Buffy. <laughs> I was like, you know, we're friends now because I have to talk about this with We have this experience. But anyway, so I was watching um, season six. I was at work. Get to the final well, scene, I'll say. Well, so I guess I don't. There's there's like a, a two-parter at the end of season six. So I think what you're thinking actually happens before the last episode. Uh, hold on. I'll send it to you on Facebook. <laughs> and we'll... Because... This is great audio. <laughs> yeah, we should crazy. be doing this. I'm going to get spoiled. I'm, I'm very nervous right now. <laughs> um, but... Oh, that. So I... Maybe. Um, <laughs> this is lame. Uh, what the sorry. fuck? I'm not even part of my own podcast. This is bullshit. <laughs> what do you rate the episode? That's what we're doing now. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it another five. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that the, con- the conceit is stupid. But, um, uh, depending on, I think, if whether or not this wakes Buffy up, uh, I guess, I guess she already is woken up, whatever. Um, Dawn annoyed me, Xander annoyed me, Spike annoyed me, and I'm a Spike and Buffy shipper, and I'm still just like... Yeah, well, the thing is, the thing that was really annoying about this particular time that he started chewing Buffy out randomly and without provocation um, is that he was wrong this time. Uh, (laughs) A lot of times he is right, you know, whenever she beat the shit out of him out uh, out of the uh, outside of the cop station, he was right. And he was calling her out on um, stuff that she wasn't really addressing uh, motivations that she wasn't owning up to and this time he was just like you hate yourself and that's why you do everything and it's like no Buffy doesn't hate herself her life is hard like that (laughs) is what are you not understanding about this and and it's not that she hates herself she hates her life and she hates that she's stuck in it that's why this reality this split reality thing is so tempting for her because it's like a choice for her to not be the Slayer. And there's so many times in a day where she just wishes she wasn't the Slayer. And there's been so many times that we've seen where she's been like, if only I was a normal high school girl, then I could make good... Like, uh, I could go (laughs) on and on. I could go on and on and on. Um, I'm going to give this a 7, because I was like, is it real? Is it not? (laughs) Like, that's... I was super into that. Um, I was into Lost for the same reason, you know, when you're tr- trying to figure out, especially like when they start doing the the back and forth between them being on the island and off the island. I do really love that season. Yeah. And um, I love Lost. Yeah, so I'm into stuff like that. I agree that Dawn was way over the top, way over the top. Um, Xander was seemingly unaffected other than the one scene, <laughs> the what he says. And now it's, he said, I'm without her. And it's now, uh, now like I have a big painful hole in my heart. I was like, I dug it. And I'm the idiot who dug it out. I was like, that's a terrible line. That's a god awful (laughs) line. Um, I don't know any grown man who would say the phrase, I have a painful hole in me. (laughs) 
But um, unless he was talking to a doctor. But <laughs> yeah, so doctor. a doctor, Dr. Earring. Um, there you so, go. Yeah, pirate doctor. Dr. Earring, please. I've got a painful hole in me. Uh, yeah, so Xander was, there was a lot wrong with this episode. I don't think, I think that everything you said is correct. I'm still going to give it a seven. <laughs> I'd give it a five, too. I, it's, it is wow. not even remotely in, like, I guess the top I'm the only hundred one who, favorite episodes of Buffy. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who cares about Buffy the Vampire Slayer around here. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one who uh, likes the show. <laughs> that's definitely it. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, in, in the Myth, Metaphor, and Morality book, he's like, this is easily in my top ten favorite Buffy episodes. And I'm like, no well, way! You're an idiot. No way. Uh. It's not in my top ten. God, it's not anywhere near top we'll ten. Well, see, and that's the thing. That's the thing for me. I'm like, okay, like, I can, I can, I can understand the defense. I cannot understand someone being like, this is the pantheon of greatness yeah. from this show. What's, not the what's body. Your, what's your favorite not episode, Beth? feeling. Uh, Fool for Love. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Is that the one when you see him when he is, um, a poet? When he's a fop. The dandy. When he's a yeah. dandy. That, w- that was really William, good the bloody bad poet. That's, I... Yeah, I've seen that episode so many times. It's one of the only... That and Once More with Feeling, um, and Tabula Rasa. I, wa- I usually watch those in, like, a one-two punch to the heart. Um, but, uh... Uh, Fool for Love is an episode that I, I watch when I just want to watch Buffy, but I don't want to have to make a choice. And I've seen it so many times that I can probably recite the sure. whole thing. Did you guys... Now, uh, Beth, did you ever watch Angel, or...? I have seen <gasps> one episode from season five. You guys, after you finish you, season you seven like- of Buffy, you should watch Angel. I love Angel. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I love. That's so interesting. I'm just, I'm nervous, honestly. I'm like, I'm very hesitant because uh, never care. I know, and I know everyone tells me he's a lot more likable on Angel. Like, Angel is a lot more likable on Angel. He is. But I also don't really want to get, like, connected to other people in the Buffyverse besides the people I already but, know. I know But it's, it's really nice because they actually, so it's Cordelia... And then eventually Wesley as well on Angel. I know, and there's oh, I know there's no. Har- Harmon- Harmony. That guy um, No, no, no. It's he. Uh, his character arc is like the best character arc of anything in Buffyverse. It's really good. Interesting. I've heard really good things about some of the characters. Like, I know, but the thing is, because I've, like, not really cared, I know a lot of what happens. But it, I, I still, like that's my suggestion for you guys happens. after you finish Buffy, is maybe to go on to Angel. And if you need someone to shepherd you I there, will I will help out. Because I love Angel. <laughs> I will say, when I took my Whedon class in grad school, my professor, when she showed us um, the episode Which episode Angel, was it? Do you remember? Um, it, it was from season was it five. The smi- was it the puppet um, episode? Okay. No. <laughs> um, it it was it was like called the hole in the oh, world. Oh yeah. Oh, that's way at the end too. Is no, but finale? it's close to the end. Because um, we didn't watch the whole episode, but she showed us a oh, lot no. of it. Or maybe we did watch the whole episode. 
What she focused on was the relationship between Spike and Angel. Oh, and about how they fucked. She... <laughs> I remember you talking yeah. about that. I remember how you talked about that. Oh, no. Well, because she was like, she was like, we watched the, that one scene where they're fighting demons together, and they do the thing where they pull a cord, and they, like... Trip the demon? Trip them, yeah. or, like, decapitate them or something. And, uh, and... Angel goes, just like old days, and Spike goes, not exactly like old days. And they look at each other, and then they keep fighting. And, and my professor was like, they're gay! <laughs> she was oh, like, what does that they mean? had sex! What does that mean, not exactly? No. <laughs> oh, God. It is, I'm more confused. Well, I, I still think you guys should start at, like, season one episode of Angel and watch them. I think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Even to get through season we'll four, see. it's worth it. I gotta also the I gotta get the through green season guy six. Sounds like a stupid yeah, character. get Listen, through season six. We're making we're making a lot of big plans. <laughs> I y'all are really like I'm exhausted when we do this. I'm experiencing all of these things for the very first time, and I already did as like a 15 year old. <laughs> I know. Oh gosh, yeah. Goodness I can't gracious. imagine. You know what? There, my, you know what my Buffy was in high school. It was Glee. Oh Lord. <laughs> that was my my high school was marred with trauma and singing. Well, there's some singing in Buffy. Just the yeah, right, yeah. Oh gosh, Caroline, we have one more song mm, in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised. Can you believe? No. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, okay, that's this episode yeah. done. Um, <laughs> I agree. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to death <laughs> with every passing minute. <laughs> Light and cheery. <gasps> uh, okay, I have a prediction. Uh, What's your prediction? Please tell me. That at the end of season six, Buffy never really got taken out of hell. Or heaven. Oh, so it's like the good place? Yeah, it's exactly like the good place. That's my <laughs> prediction. So this that's the only so season I've been sitting six here is trying hell to think of like for Buffy. <laughs> yeah. It has to be, right? That's the only explanation for all this terribleness. Well she does say this is hell when she when she yeah. tells Spike, she goes, This is hell every minute. What is what did she say? She says something very sad. Yeah, she's like Every the second, the violence. Like, there's it's too much and something something. Oh gosh, this season really takes. Okay, you, so it? as of <laughs> as of right now, that's my guess. I will continue guessing. My guesses will get worse, and I love when you guess, <laughs> and thanks. it will be fantastic for everybody involved. Um, she thought Angel was an angel. Oh, it's, that's very supernatural like, of you, but no. <laughs> I was gonna fucking say, dude. Okay, so Beth said her Buffy when she was in high school, like Buffy was, Buffy was to you as Glee was to Beth, and Supernatural was Supernatural. to me. That was yeah. my thing. I bailed out around season six, and things have gotten strange since I right. left. But <laughs> Supernatural is bananas. But, yeah, I um, like Supernatural. I, but the first few Can seasons I? are. Thank you. I agree. Can I tell you a funny... Okay, so I was watching a beauty video last night, and I know that the person 
the, the, the YouTuber, she likes Supernatural. Okay. And she said the funniest thing I think I've ever heard was, is anyone all the way caught up with Super- Supernatural? I really think season 13 is the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> and I was like, do you hear yourself? Yeah. Yeah, obviously season 13. This I mean, not it's not getting Simpsons. better. So. <laughs> you, either, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself or become you go the villain. Past I don't think any show should go past five seasons. I agree. And that's my, that's my hot take. I agree. Or something around there. Definitely not more than seven. That's um, a lot. All right. I've got to go. I've got a gym date because I, uh, I work out. Not to um, so <laughs> Okay. It's a, recent, it's a recent pad of mine. Very excited about it. Um, <laughs> but you can follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. Linnea, is there somewhere that the people can reach yeah, you? Uh, on Twitter oh, at Linnea1928, and it's spelled L-I-N-N-E-A-1928. So there you go. Nice. 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 Oh, man, we love it. <laughs> Thank you very much if, for coming on if our show. If you are enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us on iTunes and donate to your local Humane Society. Yeah. Adopt, don't <laughs> shop. <laughs> and, that's, and, and that's... And have them spayed and neutered. that's the moral of Buffy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. God. You're such good additions. Thank you for coming yeah, on our so show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. Yay. All right, guys. Next weekend, we'll be watching more Buffy. See you then. The universe is a hologram. Reality is an illusion. Bye, gold. Bye.